Welcome team to the evolution of Evolve. And yes, that's right, Evolve has actually evolved. So previously at Evolve, when a client came in, we had several intervention methods that we would like to think we've expanded on. So previously, if you were to come in to Evolve and work with us, what you would see is you would have specific goals in mind. Most people come down to Evolve because their initial goal is to lose body fat, but we like to think we're a little bit much more than that. We like to work on the internal health and the external, but just for the sake of this conversation, let's assume that your goal was to lose body fat, specific areas. Um, or not, or just generally, or your goal was to put on lean muscle tissue. So what we would do at Evolve is we would take the client in and we would design specific programs for that outcome. And one of the things that we found is that people were just basically doing the wrong program for their goal. So that was always the initial one. So if someone came in, they wanted fat loss, we would give them a fat loss program. Or what, what did that mean? It basically meant that we would pair certain exercises in a certain way for a certain time under tension to um, elicit a certain response. That was basically the cornerstone of how we designed our movement. The next one was structural balance because that uh, evolved. We like to think that when someone comes in, we would take a look at their posture, where they're strong, where they're weak, and then we would select uh, corrective exercises and also bigger exercises so that as they performed their fat loss or lean game program, that they would be A, safe and B, more efficient. And the more efficient you are, the easier it is to get through your workout with greater success. So we started with training uh, program design, um, and then we moved into, well, one of the things we thought obviously makes a big difference, and everyone knows this, was nutrition. So previously, the way that we would deal with nutrition is we would look at someone's calories, we would look at someone's macros, that's uh, protein, carbs, and fats. We would look at someone's micros just to make sure they're getting enough micronutrients like vitamins and minerals. And we would also look at the timing of where we would put them. For instance, for men trying to gain mass, we might put carbs post-workout. For people that want to see, say, faster results in a shorter time, we might started them off on low carb and added carbs back in as they got leaner. But you get the general gist. So it was always program design. Uh, it was always structural balance. And then it came down to nutrition using the hierarchy of priorities. And the last thing we would generally do is we would take someone's metabolic analysis, which is invented by the strength sensei, Charles Poliquin. It would be a 14-site body fat measurement that would reveal a few things. Number one, it would reveal the overall body fat percentage one had, and it would also show us the more, say, prominent sites of where we needed the most work. For instance, what you might find is women generally store more fat on their legs, and what you might find is men store more fat on their abdomen. Now, most research points to, although it's not conclusive, that for women to store fat on their legs, it was estrogen. So we might have prescribed some naturopathic stuff, uh, supplements that would help uh, address estrogen in women. Um, so the same would be true for males. Um, we found that most males uh, generally stress uh, showed up around their abdomen. And what we would do is we would prescribe something like um, adaptogens and herbs to lower stress, things like ashwagandha, even things like vitamin C post-workout and things like that. So at Evolved, that was the main structure. And to be honest, with most of our transformations, what we found is we did get very good, stult, uh, good results on an aesthetic level. Um, so brings us to the reason of why we decided to evolve. So 
We were successful with most of our cases in terms of body composition, strength gains, uh, performance gains, um, all st while slotting into someone's lifestyle. That's generally what we um, prided ourselves on. But one of the biggest things that we're seeing more and more now was very much that a client may be sort of not responsive to that. So I want you to really think if you might relate to this. So maybe you've done all of the above. You've had someone write you a nutritional program. They've changed your calories, your macros. You've done all kinds of workouts, tried all kinds of supplements, but still you weren't seeing results or even to the fact that you weren't seeing results over a timeline that made sense. So we also saw this a lot, um, not so much with our direct clients, we also saw this from family members and friends of our clients who would often just sort of chime in and ask questions. Um, we did see it with some of our clients and obviously we referred them out to functional medicine doctors, which brings us to the evolution of Evolve, which is basically the functional medicine division. So being based in Dubai, uh, we very much worked with a lot of functional medicine practitioners and we were up and down in terms of our reviews on it. Sometimes the functional medicine practitioner would take a client in, they did a reasonable job, but I think the general, I would say, perception of it from a client standpoint and ours was that they were very heavy on testing, which as you know, can be quite pricey and very weak on interventions. And even yet, they were very, very weak on follow-ups and trend tracking. So... When it came to functional medicine, we believe, not that we're functional medicine doctors, one of the things that we wanted to see was a client would walk into a functional medicine clinic, um, they would get uh, lean testing initially, obviously spending only what you need to and getting only the relevant tests, and then um, getting to work on intervention straight away because nothing changes if you don't change anything as a general principle. So we found minimal testing at a reasonable cost and someone, uh, and, and we're basically just looking for someone that can build your case. So someone that you could see regularly, someone that you trusted, someone that basically you would work with each consultation. They would look at a piece of objective data, which means like a blood test or something like that. And then they would devise an intervention off that. And you know exactly when you would see him and you would know exactly what you wanted to change. Now, we could not find that in Dubai. And it's quite frustrating because um, when your passion is to change someone from the internal to and the external, often uh, this was a limiting factor and we knew what was needed. We just didn't find anyone that could actually, I say, that actually had developed a system like that or that actually had the knowledge and the know-how to run out a system like that, um, so much so that the client was getting a good experience that was valuable in terms of investment financially, um, but also valuable in the sense that at every single point, they knew what they were doing and why, and they also knew uh, upon their next uh, appointment what exactly they were looking at changing. So with that said, hopefully that paints a bit of a picture for you guys to understand what we were looking for. Um, and if you've seen a functional medicine doctor, uh, and feel free to comment on this, make sure you reach out to me, someone that could actually manage your case over time, not just a one-off and I'll see you whenever. And the pricing was very valuable and the tests were obviously gold standard. That's probably a non-negotiable. I probably should have said that earlier when you see a functional medicine doctor. Um, most of them are pretty good with this. You want to run a gold standard test because if you run an inferior grade test while well, you're working off the wrong data and if you work off the wrong data, for instance, if you just take serum hormones and you start to delve into a hormonal intervention 
um, what you might find is the norms were expressed at that time and is not really indicative of the exact um, play of hormones and you might think something was the problem and it wasn't and you work on that and you probably got the wrong intervention and therefore you, you probably will not see the results you want, especially long term, because the only way to ever, say, fix a problem is to deal with the root cause of it. So hopefully that wasn't too much of a tangent, but let's stay with me here. Um, so we found a functional medicine doctor. His name is Justin McGuire, who I'll be on a podcast with very, very soon in the next episode. And uh, what we found with Justin, uh, the founding members, Annika and uh, Jackson, myself, basically uh, paid him. Uh, we just found him and initially we were clients of his. And uh, what we found is he was exceptional of everything I've just said. He did basic testing. The only, the only relevant tests were need. Um, he was straight into interventions. Um, we did a lot of cool things like daily biometrics, which I'll probably get into the next episode. Um, he worked off our blood work from day one. He prescribed blood uh, supplements from our blood work since day one, not just some arbitrary stack that he feels that you know might be a blanket stack that works for everyone. We had specific supplements to our blood work, and our diet was also based off our blood work and our outcomes, which was to get shredded because uh, the founding members at Evolver obviously vain. No, no, no. We just like being lean because uh, who doesn't, right? So body composition was something that was important to us, but we're also under no illusions that um, we do not want to sacrifice our internal health for body composition, meaning that it, it's all good to be lean. We've both been lean before, but we weren't in a state where we were, say, functioning optimally. What does that mean? Our energy was high, our sex drive was high, our cognitive function was high. So that was the goal. Um, I would be fair to say that both of us never seen that yet. We've come close to it. Um, but that's what we were hoping to, um, I guess, achieve from this experience. And uh, I guess we did. Uh, and that was very much a reason why we pitched Justin and said to come to Dubai and start to work with us. And we'll see what we can create here. So from personal experience, uh, I personally haven't had someone coach me in such an intelligent way uh, in terms of, say, specific and relevant testing and then the interventions that match that and then constant check-ins. And I feel like my case was managed and still is being managed regularly enough. And like I said, with the right relevant testing. So with that in mind, um, social proof is going to have to come from us from now. And there's a bunch of other people we know, but um, I hope that just paints a picture. So we've got Justin over here. Um, I told you the issue with functional medicine. And what we've started to do is create uh, our version of functional medicine, which is why this podcast is called How Evolve is Evolving. Um, so let's get stuck into it. So why would you want to do functional medicine? It's a great question. Well, it's baseline testing that is tangible um, and it makes no assumptions. So you'll find that to save time, just understand what you're actually dealing with. And the best way to do that is just to do foundational blood work and understand where you are in the continuum of your health. Um, and then you might want to do metabolic analysis, which is a body fat test to see where you are with aesthetics. I'm, I'm assuming that most people come to a functional medicine doctor because they want to uh, look and feel good, both. You don't want to cut one for the other. I mean, if you're going to prioritize one, of course, it's health. 
but uh, a lot of functional, that's just one thing I want to touch on, a lot of functional medicine doctors generally disregard um, aesthetics as something that's actually plausible or relevant. Um, that's probably a big difference uh, here at Evolve. We know that people want to look their best visually, but of course we know that um, everything should be functioning optimally and not just on an average level. So internally, you're feeling how you want and externally, you're looking how you want. That is what good functional medicine can do for you. So like I said, the issue was always with uh, interventions and interpretation. Uh, we're big on aesthetics and function, not just one. Um, yeah, so like I said, we found Justin. Um, and then between us, we came uh, up with a, a system. And a system that I would say addresses your goals, both from a practical level and also, what would I say, delivering relevant information at the time and one that actually works. So the journey looks at something like this, and hopefully I can paint you a bit of a picture of how we like to do functional medicine. So number one is you come into the office. Before you come into the office, you fill out a 300 question uh, questionnaire, um, not just to waste your time, but obviously we can get an understanding of all the symptoms in the body. And that's called subjective testing, so we can understand where you are from your own perception on your body. Um, and I just, I had this a client come up to me the other day, and they had this uh, really cool piece of feedback that uh, a lot of people know a lot about their body, um, and you can get a very arrogant practitioner. So when you come in, you might explain things. You've probably done your own research, and I like to give my clients a little bit more credit. But one of the feedbacks I get when they see a doctor is the doctor just tells them what it is and doesn't really discred does discredits their own kind of like, I would say, search pathways of their own symptoms. So a lot of clients are actually very well versed these days. Um, so doing a questionnaire at the start of it where like we kind of, I guess, get information from them uh, about their own body is very important and something that we really value. So basically, we value your opinion of your current um, health status because it is relevant I'm not going to tell you you need more energy I want to hear it from you that you feel like you need more energy so that's the subjective testing that's why you would fill out a 350 question questionnaire because we value your opinion of your health and your understanding of what's going on because any good practitioner on the flip side knows that the client um, uh, knows way more uh, than most people give them credit for, if that makes sense. And yeah, back to my uh, client the other day, she went in there, she was basically explaining how she feels and what it could be. The doctor pretty much gave her deaf ears and she was really upset because actually she turned out to be right when she got a second opinion. So my point is, uh, don't underestimate your own ability to understand your own body, even if you don't know the medical terminologies or exactly what's going on, you could probably give us feedback that we need. So we listen to you, that's step one. That's why we do... Um, uh, subjective testing. Now, the objective tests, uh, we start with a foundational uh, blood work panel, which basically tests your organs, um, uh, red blood cell count, immune system function, uh, basic endocrine markers. And then that is number one. It's called foundation because that's like the 101 of the internal workings of the body. So as we look at that, uh, we have a different system. Uh, not too sure if you guys are familiar with the way the medical system is these days, but basically the norms are based off the average person. 
So if you want to be like the average person, which isn't so great, unfortunately, then you should follow the medical norms. But I would like to think that more proactive doctors have their own norms. And this also is subjective. Uh, there's no right or wrong, but that will get you in an optimal health range. So if you are looking for optimization and not um, mediating your blood work, then this is also a good thing. So basically, we take the foundational bloods and we punch them into our software and we find uh, where you should be in an optimal range. And we also can tell if there's possible dysfunction somewhere, whether it's thyroid, whether it's liver, whether it's um, things like gut health or something like that. All the things you've heard of, maybe uh, excess inflammation somewhere. Everyone's heard of issues like this, but two things, they don't know if they have them themselves and they would have absolutely no idea where to find it. So that finds any possible, any possibly underlying dysfunction of the body. From then, we might order excess tests based off that dysfunction, or if you're clear and you're pretty good and stable with your founding blood work, then there might not be any additional tests needed. So just to elaborate on that, because you're probably thinking that's, that's quite intriguing. For instance, uh, if something comes up and uh, is indicative of, say, maybe a gut health issue, what we might do is run a stool test, which is basically where you collect your stool three days in a row. We send it to a lab and they analyze the stool and they test if you have any pathogens, uh, gut dysbiosis, something like that. If we find that your vitamin minerals are abnormally low, what we might then do is an organic acids test because uh, vitamins come down to not just this current status that you have, but uh, also your ability to absorb and excrete. So we might run an organic acids test, but you get the picture starts with foundational blood work and then can peel off into something relevant if we suspect an underlying issue somewhere, or we might just stay on the path and keep it foundational. So that's the test, specific tests if needed. And then the next thing, which is where I get really excited because um, I've searched long and wide for a very good practitioner that can do this. Um, but then we'll stage interventions uh, and interventions from uh, including uh, training, uh, so stress loads and nervous system stress and all these kind of things. That is probably a podcast on its own, um, but training is not to be underestimated. Nutrition relevant to blood work. Like I said, previously we would do nutrition based off, you know, most clinical nutritions would base it off, you know, your weight, your body fat, and then calculate your calories, macros, micros, all these things. But we now look at nutrition from a blood work standpoint and how it might um, influence your internal function. Um, we're probably all in agreement that unless you're going to be really, really shredded for a movie, don't necessarily need to count calories as such or at least put your focus on it. Obviously, energy balance is a very staple rule in nutrition. Um, but we like to think of functionality and balancing um, with nutrition based off your blood work. Um, and just to give you an example of that, because people might listen and go, well, energy balance is relevant. I agree it is. But there's things that you can do. We might find that, um, you know, eating a nutritional diet for your gut health might actually help your gut uh, function better. And if your gut functions better, it's going uh, to regulate your appetite and also your ne neurotransmitters better. So, for instance, if you have a compromised gut, what we find is you don't make as much serotonin. Serotonin is the feel-good hormone. And when you don't feel good, the best thing you can do to feel good again is eat. So could you imagine if you eat for your gut, you heal the gut, and you don't uh, you feel good, naturally uh, you don't need to 
uh, let's say, use food to feel good again. Not saying people do that, but there are, I did that, especially when I had gut dysfunction. But that is like a pathway that you might want to look at. Or for instance, if we look at your, say, amino acid profile and we find that you're deficient in tyrosine, we know that tyrosine is the precursor for dopamine. Dopamine is what keeps your attention sharp. Um, and if your, atten- if your attention is sharp, you will find that your um, hunger hormones will be at bay a lot more. So you won't, even, you won't even have that cue of being hungry. And I'm sure we've all had that experience. When you're dieting, what ruins your diet is hunger. So if you eat for your blood work, what you'll find is your signaling to your body becomes more balanced and you'll naturally not reach out and, and say break your diet. So it's just easier to eat better foods when the body is balanced because it doesn't crave the not so good foods. I'm not saying not so foods good, not so, not so good foods are great. I, I love them, but you eat them by choice, not by necessity. So that's nutrition. It's if you have been looking at nutrition, I'm yet to meet many people that aren't confused by it. In my opinion, I believe that nutrition comes down to balance and function internally. And your body will naturally select better foods. That's just my opinion anyway. And that's why we do nutrition now using blood work more than just the standard model of calories, macros and whatnot. And the next thing is supplements. Uh, Like I said before, we would start with a general health supplement and we would basically prescribe supplements based off expression of body fat. Now we can clearly see what the body needs in terms of a vitamin, trace mineral um, fatty acid profile, amino acid profile, and we can be very bespoke um, with how we prescribe supplements uh, without guessing. And if you're going to invest money on supplements, you definitely want to A, see results, but B, know that they're safe for your body. So that's how we look at supplements. Uh, touched before on movement. Um, and then there's things towards the um, latter end, uh, which we have a medical team to handle. Um, which can explore the world of HRT, which is hormonal replacement therapy and uh, peptide therapy. Now, we try to steer away from those um, unless there's strong dysfunction, uh, in which case we have Dr. Khan in South Africa, who is very, very good and well-versed for the last 20 years on these things. She will take a look and sometimes that uh, you might need to stage an intervention. Thyroid's a big one. Um, sex hormones are also big when it comes to like things like pregnenolone, progesterone, DHA, sulfate, testosterone, all these kind of stuff. Um, that might be needed. Like I said, we try to, um, say restore balance with, uh, more natural means, but sometimes if someone's just that far to that side, no natural means will do it and they could be frustrated for years. So my next point would be even if the doctors feel that HRT or peptide therapy is a fit, generally the first thing we do is we might stage an intervention on that um, level and then the idea is to get them off straight away. So if you've tried HRT and you're still on HRT, then maybe it's plausible. But our theory is to maybe, if it's needed, uh, to start there and as quick as we can take you off by restoring underlying function um, so stuff that like facilitates hormonal expression better and get you off the meds Uh, so we can start there but we definitely don't stay or finish there if that makes sense so that is the intervention spectrum Um, like I said it's a little bit more um, bespoke and based off um, objective data as opposed to subjective but when I say that obviously 
touching back on the subjective questionnaire, we obviously take that into account. Um, yeah, so really what we want to do is eradicate any dysfunction or limiting factor. And the reason, the number one reason why is, and I want you to really go on a bit of a journey with me here. The amount of times I've heard a client say, well, my friend Sally did this diet for four weeks and she got lean. Well, Sally might not actually have any underlying issues, which is fantastic. And that's actually how normal people should look. I'd say normal. I would say how fast you should lose weight or build muscle if everything's balanced. So, you know, just say, for instance, if you're that person that does literally do what Sally does or what's right for your body and it still doesn't work, then that's my point of this whole conversation is to maybe look at underlying dysfunction and correcting that. And then you could too be like Sally and you could do a diet uh, in four weeks and see the change you want. Because a balanced body is a very receptive body in the sense that if there's no underlying function and you're ready to go if you send it the right signals because there's no underlying function it'll respond and adapt very fast and you'll lose weight fast and you'll build muscle fast i've seen it i wish that for every single one of the clients that i meet which is why i went to the ends of the earth to find this guy because he knows the systems he knows the pathways well the best that i've seen so far um, and that is why I decided to bring him on board and add another dimension to Evolve. So I hope that gives you a little bit of clarity on uh, what I mean by Evolve is evolving. Um, I think it's really exciting times for us um, because as we go on a journey with you, it brings us tremendous joy to see you change at the rate that you wish and also to have the internal and external health of your desires. So that's all from me today. I'll be doing a follow-up podcast later on with Justin himself, and he's just going to give you a bit of an insight at the whole system in, in, in detail. Um, but feel free to reach out, ask us any questions. Um, we do take initial consults complimentary. We can take you through everything and uh, basically just listen to you and give you some feedback uh, obligation free so yeah I hope that gives you guys an understanding uh, last 12 years uh, changing bodies has meant everything to me and I really feel like this is the evolution of not just evolve but the way that I believe we should all start to look at our bodies considering the amount of toxicity out there in the world the more stressful lifestyles the exposure to radiation um, the stress of COVID-19 just being around on mental health, um, social media. There's, there's way more variables at play for us to achieve optimal health now. Um, so I think that judging by the statistics on a global level, more action needs to be taken. And I believe that piecing all the pieces together and taking strong action will give you strong change. And strong change is what we're about. So that's it from me. Love you, legends. Stay sharp, and I will be in touch on the next podcast.